Welcome everyone to Oh Come On Sports with Mike and Jesse. How you doing, folks? We are back after what a three three week absence. What are the ones two? This could have been three. Yeah, whatever. No, are you keeping track of time anymore? No, no. <laughs> my, my kids asked me what day it was today, and I think I said Monday. Close. <laughs> and my wife's like, it's Wednesday. I'm like, I got a, I got a podcast today. I should get ready for that. So I think that's what, what we're going to be doing for the, for the foreseeable future until sports actually come back. Well, I'm glad you weren't sleeping when I said that. <laughs> yeah, true enough. Uh, today we're going to talk some NFL, um, we're going to talk the Red Sox scandal, and we're going to get into our thoughts on the last dance uh, up to episode four. Thank goodness that that's out here. So there is something we can pay attention to. Yep. All right, so we're going to start with some NFL news and notes. Uh, I think the first thing I want to touch on is uh, Don Shula passed away two days ago at the age of 90. Right, from COVID. No, I'm just <laughs> And they actually didn't put how he died. No, they just, just well, assuming, he's 90. They just said I'm he just died peacefully, age. peacefully in his sleep. Um, to be honest, when I saw that, I thought he was already dead. Yeah. That sounds awful, but yeah. I, I, re- I legitimately thought he was already dead. Well, he is was, 90, so yeah, it was um, kind of that time. He has 347 wins, which is first all-time uh, coaches. He he coached for 33 seasons. He coached the Baltimore Colts from 63 to 69 as a head coach, and then the Miami Dolphins from 1970 to 1995. Uh, won two Super Bowl titles. He's obviously the head coach of the perfect team in 72. Uh, the craziest stat I saw, he, co- he was the head coach for 33 years. Mm-hmm. For 31 years, he had a winning record. That's amazing. Only two seasons of losing record. Can you be- like that? I think that's the most yeah. insane stat. Third best winning percentage of all time. He coached like these amazing players like Dan Marino and Johnny Unitas and uh, Bob Grice. By Bob Greasy, yeah. Greasy, pardon me. Yeah, he just yeah. yeah. Is 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 Bob Greasy Brian Greasy's father? Yes, he is. Interesting. Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. a little yeah. bit different levels of. Um, here, here's a little tidbit. So, uh, Bob Greasy in that '72 season got hurt. Right. And Earl Morrill, who was like an old, like he was like 38 years old at the time, was the starting quarterback for the majority of the rest of the season until Greasy came back in the playoffs. Okay. Um, Joe Theismann was actually drafted by the Dolphins and decided to sign in the CFL because the CFL was offering him more money, which is batshit crazy from Mind what boy. we know now, yeah. <laughs> right? Because the CFL is not even, like, it's peanuts. Yeah. Uh, they, they spent, the, so he went to the CFL and played for the Argos. And he would have been the backup quarterback and then the starting quarterback of the Dolphins that season. Wow. If he would have stayed in the NFL because Bob Greasy got hurt. That's Isn't that crazy. A, that's crazy. Like that, that's just, and sure. when he came back to the NFL with the Redskins, his first Super Bowl, he won against the Dolphins. Oh, how is that for a circle, eh? Like, that's just some crazy, Jeez. like, six degrees of Joe Theismann shit. That's <laughs> what it is. Um,. So our thoughts and condolences obviously go out to the Shula family. Um, One of the biggest compliments I heard when reading about him was that uh, Bum Bum Phillips used to say that he could take your team and give you his team and take your players and beat beat you with your players against his players just by coaching them up, basically. Yep. So that's quite a compliment from, uh, from Bum. He was a hell of a coach. Hell of a coach. He started coaching, and John F. Kennedy was the president. And he was done coaching, and Bill Clinton was the president. Like, think of how insane? long that, that, that time frame was. That's a long fucking time. Yeah. And it wasn't like he just 
was just there because he was a legend. Like, he was consistently winning. Yes, yeah. Like, year in, year out. You're, like, yeah. it's just Had, had the only blowing. perfect season. I don't know if you said that or not. Yeah. But, yeah, had the only perfect season, obviously. Yeah. Uh, he had, he, you know, he had head-to-head wins against some of the best coaches. Uh, George Hallis, Vince Lombardi, Paul Brown, Tom Landry, Chuck Knoll, John Madden, Bill Walsh. He beat all those guys. Joe Gibbs, Bill Parcells, Mark Levy, Jimmy Johnson. He even beat Bill Belichick at the beginning of Belichick's career there. So, just... Incredible numbers. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, a legend passing away. Uh, I'm assuming, I don't know how close Belichick is, but I'm assuming he's got to be pretty, he's going to, if he coaches much longer, he might be getting close to what Mm -hmm. Shula is at. Um, Because Shula also coached a lot of, uh, a lot of seasons were like 12 to 14 games for the first part of it. 16 didn't really come in until like the mid 80s, I think. Wow. Because they had strikes and stuff. So, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, the other news that this happened a few weeks ago, so obviously there's been a lot of time to to digest it. Gronk comes out of retirement, and then the Patriots turn around and trade him, for, trade him in a seventh to the Buccaneers for a fourth because Gronk will only play with Brady. Wow. And then yeah, when that first came out, I thought they were making it seem like uh, Belichick was doing Gronk a favor, but yep. then looking into it, I realized Gronk had held all the cards in there yes. because he all he had to do was say, "I'm coming out of retirement." Now his salary cap hit is on the books for New England Patriots. They don't want that, so yep. they basically had to trade him wherever he wanted to go. What blew my mind is that so he's taken he took a year off, lost all kinds of weight, and the Patriots were able to turn that his name into a fourth round pick for sure. That blew my mind. Yeah. Um, Obviously, it a healthy Gronk. Uh, it could be fun, but I don't think he's going to be like a like the star tight end that we remember. Yeah, I think he's going to be a complimentary piece to OJ Howard. Is what I think is going to happen. They're going to run a lot of two tight end sets and mm-hmm. with the Godwin and Evans on the outside. Yeah, it's not going to be the guy like we we did our uh, all time fantasy teams last time we got yeah. together. It's not going to be that Gronk more no, than likely. No. But I do think he'll be. I think he could be at least at the level he was when he retired, if not a little bit better. Because, excuse me, I think the year that he had off, I, I do feel like he rejuvenated himself physically and, and more importantly, maybe even mentally. Yep, yep. And a lot of injuries, and obviously taking a year off, allowed all those injuries to heal. Now he's just got to put the weight back on. Which he apparently he's been doing that for months now, planning yeah. this this comeback. There you go. There you go. And so. he, he's he's invested in a CBD oil company that he's been uh, yeah. he's been de- traveling around with. So maybe and he's taking the, some of the medicine. And the NFL has loosened their their CBD and marijuana yeah. and everything. They've loosened their their strictness on it, I guess. And even if they don't want guys smoking weed, they should at the very least allow CBD. There's nothing. You're not taking CBD to get high. You're taking it purely as a medicine. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, so it'll be interesting. Uh, obviously, the Bucks are now getting all kinds of hype. Yeah. Um, which I would caution everybody uh, to pump the brakes. You know, last year the Browns were the all hype team, and nothing came of that. The year before that was the was the actual the Buccaneers again, and nothing came of that. You know, yeah. uh, when you get that much hype, the expectations come with it. They're in a tough. They're still in a tough division. Like I know the Panthers are rebuilding, but Atlanta's not. A bad team. I don't like Atlanta. I think Atlanta's not going to be good. But they'll they'll give them a run. Though. Yeah. Like they'll, they'll I be, mean, they still got players. They still got Matt Ryan. They'll be, and Julio they'll be Jones. tough to play against. Yeah. The Saints. The are Saints are still going to be good. very good. Yeah. You know, so they're they're still in a tough division here. So Jeez, don't I, be. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were second in that division, though. 
I could see it. Yeah, I could yeah. for sure. Yeah. For sure. But it's not gonna be I don't think they're gonna be fourteen and two like the no, no, no. like like the hype is making you believe. Right. And of course the other thing too about the other teams you mentioned how the they didn't live up to the hype, you know, they didn't they didn't have Tom Brady. I know Tom's getting old, but he is a different animal than John yep. Menzel and, and Jameis Winston, that's for sure. Yeah. I, I think win or like no matter what happens this year, this is a great move for the Bucks ownership because now all of a sudden eyes are on them. They're going to be getting games on national TV like they haven't before. Yep. They're going to show they, this. This team has some great talent. I love Chris Godwin. Like I, I think he is an absolute stud. Mike Evans is a beast. So uh, Brady absolutely upgraded his weapons by making this move, and he goes to a state with no state income tax. It's a lot of a lot of win wins. According him. according to the score, the Patriots have like the I think that they they ranked at the 29th best receiving core, and the Buccaneers have the first. I'm surprised the Patriots so, weren't worse than 29th, honestly. Well, the Redskins were were last. Fair enough. Who was after? I can't remember who was after that. Packers were 27th, which makes sense. Yeah. They're going to shit on them. And you know what? Next year, I would even take the Redskins over over the the Pats. Call yeah. me stupid, but I like Terry McLaurin coming into his own. Uh, you know, well, some of the Edel, other young Edelman's guys. just getting older. Yeah. Uh, Nikhil Harry hasn't shown much yet. He was hurt basically oh, all last yeah. year. Yeah, and hopefully he can because I know that guy has some talent, but that's the... They need a guy. They, I love Julian Edelman. He's a legend. He's 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 amazing at what he did. But they needed that. I liked it when you have Edelman doing what he does, and then a freak athlete like Randy Moss doing what he does. You got to have yeah. one to complement the other. Uh, okay, so let's transition into some draft thoughts, and this will basically be our thoughts on the first round. Yeah. Uh, because second round and on, you know, you're gonna find talent, but. We don't know that right now. You don't know how they're going to turn out. For every, like, Michael Thomas and Devontae Adams you find in the second round, you find, like, 60 shit players mm-hmm. that don't turn out to be anything. And a lot of the guys that go in the first round, honestly, end up being nothing, too. So, we'll see. Um, so, I guess we'll just give one team we liked what they did, and then one team that we didn't like what they did. But I think we both have the same team for what we didn't like what they did. <laughs> um, so, who, who, did, who did you like in the first round, like, with what they did or, or you know what I like I mean obviously the top guys are, are pretty popular but I am just such a huge fan of Chase Young and I, I hate the Redskins I hate them as an organization but I think that's a really good draft pick I think that they that team could start to improve I like the draft that they had I like Ron Rivera being there I don't know if that's going to be enough to combat the fact that they're owned by a complete moron. Like, I don't know if those guys have enough pull to change things. But yeah. I, I did like, I, you know, it was a really early pick, the number two overall. So maybe I'm copping out on that one. But I did like what the Redskins did there. Uh, the Cowboys, I thought, made a no-brainer pick getting C.D. Lamb. I love and having that fall court. to them. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. Um, and the Ravens, I thought, typical Ravens just had a, had another great draft. Mm-hmm. Patrick Queen drops to them, which I'll, I'll come back to with my... He was the linebacker, right? He was the linebacker. Right. Uh, and then they got a running back in the second round that can spell Ingram, who's in his 30s. Yeah. You know, like, and it's just... And they didn't have to move. The, the guys just fell to them. And I'm just like, ah, oh, typical Ravens. Just yeah. like... Oh. <laughs> they, um, just, they just take what's given to them, right? Yeah. Uh, San Francisco also did well, I thought. They traded... Uh, the Bucks traded up with them one spot, and they ended up getting picks back. Yeah. And then they used those picks to get back into the first round to get another receiver. Hmm. Uh, Lynch is really using that Stanford degree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. To, uh, to his advantage. He's one of my favorite GMs. I just love the moves he makes. Did you watch the draft at all? I saw little bits of it here and there. You yeah. know, I was in and out for picks. I, I, I thought it was... I thought it was... They did the best with what they, what they had. The thing that... that 
weirded me out of the whole process was that um, the analysis or the insiders would be like, and this guy had been drafted, and then they'd show the guy's room, yeah, and nobody was moving because it was like on like a tape delay or right. something, yeah. and and they're like, oh okay, and then they go away, and then they come back, and then they start they're cheering for no out. reason. I'm like, uh, okay, we couldn't time this better. Uh, also, they are not following social distancing protocols in those houses. Cause you tell me all those guys didn't live in that house? Uh, that's exactly what I'm telling you. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm telling you. Uh, another team I did like, I liked Miami kind of playing coy with the whole uh, Tua, 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 Tua situation. Yep. Because all the reports we were hearing, is, or that I was hearing, was that he's going to drop yes. drop down to like the 20s, maybe even maybe even the second round, people are saying. And I, I think Miami was, was be, being like, yeah, I don't know if we're interested or not, trying to play it cool but yeah good move by them um the the worst it's got to be the same right yeah yeah packers 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 blew it big time i i don't understand what they're doing um if you wanted a quarterback i i think i think i could wrap my head around wanting a quarterback i could wrap my head around it Mm -hmm. but people comparing this to the aaron Rodgers thing it's not the same aaron Rodgers was was one of the guys talked about for the first overall pick in that year's draft Jordan right. Love was not that. No. So it's yeah. not the same. What pissed me off is that you traded up to get him. Made no and sense. I, it made no sense because none of the other teams needed a quarterback. No. What the fuck are you trading up for? Yeah. Hold that pick and then, because I was like, okay, you took a quarterback there. Uh, I don't like it, but I'm like, okay. But if you're going you're gonna to trade up and get a receiver in the second round, because they're supposed to be the deepest receiver draft ever. Like right. you got... Yeah, Denzel Mims, T. Higgins, uh, Michael Pittman Jr., yeah. all in the second round. I'm like, yeah. well, if you're going to trade up and get one of those guys, then okay, cool. Yeah. But they gave away a draft pick that the, now they didn't have an asset to trade up. Exactly. And I'm just like, it was just poor asset management. Exactly. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, you just mentioned I also liked what the Vikings did too since you mentioned yes. the receiver. Yes. Oh, Justin Jefferson, yeah. he's yeah. going to be good. Yeah. He's going to be good. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm 100% with you. And I mean, like you said, they trade up to get him. It makes no sense. Here's my my take on it is, so, okay, say that you are looking to the future. Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be around forever, but he's got two or three more years left on his contract right now? He's got three. Three. Yes. Okay, so in the next couple years, you can find another love in the draft, in yeah. my opinion. Yes. He, he is not this generational talent no. that you needed to step up and pick no. him right now. And you know what the other, you know what, uh, what chaps my ass too? Like, they traded up and I thought they were going to go after Patrick Queen. Yeah. Because I was like, a problem they had was run defense mm-hmm. and let's get more athleticism in our in our second level and that can help with that. Mm-hmm. You could have you traded up in the second round to get fucking Jordan Love. Yeah. You, you could have waited. Exactly. You know, and, and now you've got this guy... That's making first round money, like granted back end first round, but still first round money is your backup quarterback. That you're not going to start till maybe year five. Yeah, maybe. Here's a thought. Maybe he's a good wide receiver. <laughs> is, is that possible? Maybe, maybe he's got that skill. Uh, I keep on holding out hope that they're going to do a trade for a receiver. Yeah. Um, you know, just or or. Um, side Taylor Gabriel, who's out there, who's a who's a speedster, right? Know, just to do, but I don't know. Yeah, just, they must have supreme faith in their receiver core. Like they, uh, in well, the, they shouldn't in the development of Lazard and and Valdez Scantling. I haven't seen it, yeah. and I watch every single fucking Packers game. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I, I saw a great gift the other day of Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers 
it, he threw it away basically, but it was a route that he was looking to Devontae Adams on, and Rogers threw it away. And then afterwards, you see these three guys running. Yeah, by Devontae, Devontae Adams. And Devontae them. Adams is counting them. He's like, yes. yeah, three guys on me. Yes. Okay, this is good. Uh, we, I'm sure we all saw that stat too that um, the top ten. Uh, uh, all-time touchdowns, yeah. how many of those went to first-round receivers, and Rodgers had thrown one. Yeah, exactly. To Mercedes Lewis, who wasn't even a first-round Wasn't round even draft. a draft pick of the Packers. No, he was a draft pick of the Jaguars. Yeah. And well, it's just like... What a disaster. Which, like, is almost more impressive for Rodgers. Yes. For what he's for done. For sure, yeah. With non non-first-round talent. Yeah. You know? Oh, um, Rodgers doesn't look bad in this at all. Rodgers comes out looking like roses, and the fact that he hasn't completely come out and lambasted his team which must have been hard for him to do because they're basically stabbing not, they're kind of stabbing him in the back here because he wants weapons they know he wants weapons they know yeah. they, they, they had a great team last year why don't you try to improve on that in the draft see and that, that's where i'm confused I, i'm hoping that they've talked to him a little bit and they want to like you don't you just don't want him coming out and being being a cancer in the room no you know you want him to be a leader now the one thing with Rodgers is is he's got that uh ship burning oven yeah so he's definitely going to take this as mm-hmm. as fuel into the season which could only help the packers i would think yeah but football's you know? the worst game for that cuz yeah you can have a shit burning oven but if you got guys who can't get open and you're just taking a licking back there then what can you do uh, i was looking at i saw their 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 opponents for this year uh Nine and seven, ten and six is like I think the ceiling for this team. Yeah. Uh, After on, what were they last year? 13? Thirteen and three. Thirteen. Yeah. Wow. They play the Niners, the Colts, the Saints, and Buccaneers all on the road. Wow. Yeah. That's gonna be tough. So and like I'm looking at that, you may get one win yeah. out of those four games. You know. <laughs> I, I, and at yeah. home, like maybe a six and two record, maybe. Yeah, I don't get it. I, I really don't. Yeah, I don't understand the. Th- now, uh, again, as as a fan of theirs, I'm hoping that they know more than I know, and sure. it's all going to turn out like the second round pick, AJ Dillon. That's to replace Jamal Williams, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think they're going to give Aaron Jones a second contract, but I think Jamal Williams, and then they're going to have a true like thunder and lightning type mm-hmm. duo. It will, uh, my God, not Williams, Aaron. Jones, Jared Jones, yeah. so good last yes. year. Yes, like took but a huge leap. A lot, of, a lot of you know, he's going to be in for some regression. He scored eighteen touchdowns. That's yeah. not going to happen again. No. You know, no. so you know he might be in the nine to ten touchdown range, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and he I, still doesn't really have the size to be that constant. I know, I know that back doesn't exist anymore in the league where they have that bell cow back. Everyone's doing it by committee now nowadays. Um, so yeah, I really did. I was pissed. I was pissed at their draft. Uh, I didn't understand any of their moves and how you don't draft a receiver at all. Um, yeah, no, nope, I didn't. You had to get, if you went and got a quarterback, that's fine, but get a receiver too. be like, okay, we, we got something for the future, but now we also have a receiver for you. So it's yeah. like, we made you happy. We made the future happy. Let's do this. And instead they are like, eh, fuck it. Yeah. To me, yeah. it just seemed like a waste of a pick because like you said, you could have traded up in the second round to get him. Or you could have not drafted any quarterback this year. Go with Aaron Rodgers for another year or two yeah. and then draft one. Because exactly. that same caliber of player is going to be available in every draft. What what killed me was like he's got Patrick Mahomes type R strength. I'm like, calm the fuck yeah. down. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I, I hate it when people say that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like now we're comparing it to Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Yeah, fair sure. enough. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I can't get angry anymore. Let's go to let's go to MLB. We'll talk about um, the Red Sox uh, finally got punished for their sign stealing. Was that a punishment? Uh, uh, no, <laughs> but according to MLB, it is. Yeah. So they were stripped of a 2020 second round pick, 
Replay system operator JT Watkins was suspended for the 2020 season and banned from replay for the 2021 season. Uh, he denies any wrongdoing. Alex Cora was suspended for 2020, but I thought that already came down. Was that... And he also is not with their team yeah, anymore. Yeah, they fired him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but he's suspended. I heard that before anyway. Yeah, okay. And then Manfred concluded that the sock stealing was not as widespread as the Astros. Because they weren't hitting trash cans or whatever in the dugout? Yeah. Uh, I feel bad for the replay system operator because he was the fall guy. And he was just doing what he was told to do. Exactly. Yeah, he's 100% the fall guy. Exactly. And um, David Ortiz needs to be quiet. Yeah, he was saying that this punishment was too harsh, wasn't he? Yes. Yes, yeah. and he's saying that all teams are doing it. And I'm like... I don't think so. So because, because all teams are doing it and you guys got caught, you shouldn't be punished? Right. The and fuck does that mean? That... Like, like in, in, in law, it's like, well, like, other people are raping, so I shouldn't get charged because other people are doing it, too. Like, it's not that bad, but, like, yeah. that, that's a stupid fucking defense. I agree. I wonder if the punishments are light because a bunch of teams are doing this. Like, this is just a thought off the top of my head. After hearing David Ortiz's comments, I wonder if the punishments are light because so many teams are doing this. They don't want to give these guys a harsh punishment. And then have them say, oh, yeah, well, the Braves are doing it, or the Phillies are doing it. or I mean, yeah. that's just a, that means a shot in the May- dark. But, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I think they kind of pushed out. And I, I think I think MLB, by giving um, immunity to the players, kind of mm-hmm. kind of took the, e- the easy way out in this. Because the players are the ones that generally came up with this fucking system. Yeah. And they're the ones that should be punished. You know, it, it's it's different. Like we we mentioned this when when it first came out with steroids, everyone in every single clubhouse there was somebody in every single single clubhouse that was doing it. Yeah, I don't think there's sign stealing going on across the league. Yeah, no, I would. You know, other other than the the understood stuff of if you have a runner at second base, you need to change up your signs. Yes, as the catcher yes. because they can relay something, which I'm no. totally fine with that. Yeah, that's within the game, and yeah. all pitchers have said they're fine with that. Yeah, exactly. That that is part of the game. That's why you change your signs. But that's all. But now they've taken it to a new level where like, teams like the Nationals had this elaborate sign set up for when they were playing Houston in the yeah. World Series. So. Uh, but yeah, this Red Sox one—that's a joke. Yeah, that's just a joke. No, it, um, it, it's 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 not a punishment at all. Like what what did they act like? They're they not going to feel. Get, they're not they, going to feel. They didn't this. even get fined. Like it's no. not like Astros who got fined five million dollars. They didn't yeah. even get fined. They they lost a second round pick. Yeah. And five million dollars to a billionaire. I mean, what is that really? Yeah, and and the guys that got suspended, uh, well, they're probably going to fire the replay system operator, and they've already fired Cora. Yeah. So nobody on the team. And they lost a second round pick, which is big whoop. Yeah, exactly. Um, but maybe Karma's coming back after him. Chris Sale was out with Tommy Johnson. So maybe mm-hmm. some Karma is hitting maybe. the Red Sox. Maybe the baseball gods are frowning upon them. Maybe. maybe. It's interesting because I was look, watching someone compare it, and it's not exactly the same, but somebody was comparing it to the Black Sox of 1919 when they threw their, their the World Series there because those guys got suspended for life, yeah. right? A lot yeah. of those guys. Yep. So it's, you know, I'm, I'm not saying saying it's the same. I think throwing a game the way the Black Sox did is, is, is worse than what we are seeing here, but... There, it, it should be punished more than it has been. That's for yeah. sure. Yep. 
Um, all right, I want to talk. Uh, you've been watching the last dance. Yes, it's been fun. You're, you're up to episode four. I, I, I'm up to four. Yeah, Rodman was the last one I, I really watched. I think I fell asleep watching five. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to rewatch. Well, because damn Netflix. So you wake up and you're like, you're like, it's on episode whatever because it just keeps playing, right? And you're like, where <laughs> did I fall asleep here? And you have to go back and watch it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! But I'm um, not falling asleep because it's not entertaining. I just happen to be watching it late. But it, I, it's great. This has been a, like. This has me craving more of those type of documentaries. Yeah, exactly. No I, holds barred. I heard that they're going to do one about the home run race. ESPN is doing one about the home run race in, was it 98? Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire? Yes. Wow. Yes, so they got all kinds of shit for that, so that should be interesting. But back to The Last Dance. Um, uh, Jerry Krause is the villain. Yeah. <laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> right off the bat. And he looks like it too, the swarmy little yes. small guy. <laughs> um, uh, he definitely does not do himself favors. No. You don't try to take credit for everything. And yeah. it's like, you can take some credit, but you can't take all of it. You do have the best <laughs> fucking most transcendent player in the world. Yeah, exactly. Um, I really like their... I've, I've seen on Twitter some people complaining about the way they've done the documentary where they'll, they'll go 98... And then they'll go back and sh- and show like Jordan's career starting from from North Carolina and yeah. just kind of moving up, and then they keep on flip flopping. They jump back and forth. But I really like it. It, did, it didn't bother me. Like it I, I really like it. I like how they're doing that. Um, I'm curious to see when they get to when he takes his hiatus, mm-hmm. um, how they're going to address that. How they're going to word it? Yeah. Like the the rumors are it was because of gambling. Yeah. And and. I, and I'm not sure if they're going to skirt over that or not because, I don't know. yeah, actually, I watched part of that because they were talking about the, the media was questioning him all year whether he was going to retire or not, even yeah. before that. And he kept saying, I don't know, I'm sick of answering the question. Stop asking me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it's, it's really interesting to see Jordan's perspective on it, too, because he was basically running that show there. Him yeah. and Phil Jackson were basically in control of the whole thing. To the point where, like, Dennis Rodman needs a, needs to blow off some steam, and Phil calls Michael Jordan, and he's like, he's like, Dennis needs a vacation. Michael Jordan's like, a vacation? We're in the middle of a season. What do you mean he needs a needs a vacation? I need a fucking vacation. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And I like how he's like, if you let this guy go, he's not like. He's not coming back because Phil gave him 24 hours or 48 48. hours. He said two days. Two days. And he's like, he ain't coming back. Yeah. (laughs) He ain't coming back. And, like, I like how it it shows after that and it scrolls and and you see the ticker going, like, one all the way to 48. And then it goes past because you just knew. Yeah. yeah. You know, fucking Dennis Rodman. The guy's Um, a wild man. uh, I I thought a character. And... Uh, I forgot how many titles he'd won. Like he'd won five because he yeah. won he won two with the Pistons, part of the That's Bad right. Boy Pistons. That's amazing. He uh, was. I, I liked how they started out in the in the early episodes. I t- I'm with you. I totally forgot. Like I remember uh, Rodman with the Pistons, but I forgot that he was playing against Michael Jordan in the Bulls in some of those in yeah. some of those games too, and really kind of causing them fits. It was also interesting to see how reserved. Dennis Rodman was when he first came into the league like they were they were saying he's almost a bit of a simpleton basically like he's just kind of a young kid he doesn't really know very much and then he gets traded to the Spurs and somebody obviously got to him and said hey man you be you I think it was Madonna actually because he was dating Madonna yes 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 and I think it was Madonna that kind of said hey you you embrace this you be who you are and then all of a sudden he's got different color hair he's got the nose ring he was good at what he fucking did man he was a beast uh he great rebounder um great athlete phenomenal athlete I really like how honest well how it's coming across honest. Like, I don't... Like, obviously, I wasn't in the locker room, so I don't know if it was honest, but Michael Jordan is coming across 
like like in his today interviews is coming yeah. across as very honest very matter of fact this is what happened he, and yeah. not apologetic for what happened i am what i am mm-hmm. it's, that's it that's what you need to this because this is a documentary for his life right like yeah. th- this is this is everything about him They'll, they can make more later but this is the big one well so. and, and i like how some episodes they showed the scotty pippen story and, mm-hmm. and you you realize how just undervalued like underpaid he was uh, the Dennis Rodman story, and like they're kind of still touching on other guys, and, and and the jealousy too, because when 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 Pippen was holding out, all of a sudden now Rodman is is the main guy after Jordan, and yeah. of course he's not Scottie Pippen, and but Jordan's pissed at Pippen yeah. for holding out, and yeah. or not holding out for for uh, doing his ankle surgery late, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't blame Pippen. You know, you've, you've under. I mean, if you've been underpaid, like fuck these guys. I'll, yeah. I'll rehab on your dime, not my dime. I think that really affected Pippen mentally because his nick, his unfortunate nickname is no tipping Pippen. Yeah, he, he does not tip when he goes out, and I think this whole thing affected him mentally. Maybe. I, I, the guy was an amazing Maybe. player, and he did not get uh, the value he deserved for how good he was. Um, I definitely, uh, I definitely would suggest if you have not seen it. Definitely watch it. Uh, there's up. There's six episodes on Netflix now. They're releasing two a week. And I think it's ten episodes total. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, this has got me craving for more. I want so much more. Yeah, I love seeing where Jordan is right now. Cause like, I mean, he's a flawed human being, like we all are. But he's he has done so well for himself to the point where he like that house that he's sitting in, where he's doing that interview, like that one room. Yeah. Like, how many more rooms does he have like that in that house? And how big is that backyard? Like this guy is this guy. I'm is, pretty sure that room is worth more than my entire house. I'll guarantee it's bigger than mine. I can guarantee <laughs> you that. Yeah. And I mean, I guess that shouldn't be a surprise. He's an owner now. He is. He's not the athlete getting paid the salary anymore. Yeah. He's in the owner uh, echelon. Well, and he's earned he's earned over a billion dollars with Nike. Yeah, alone. Alone. With Nike. Yes. Um, just good stuff. Uh, what else did I take from it? Oh, one of the things that, that surprised me, and it's just, like, I've heard Jordan swear. I've heard Rodman swear. But when Scottie Pippen said, motherfucker, <laughs> it shocked me. I had never seen Pippen, like, Pippen always was so unflappable on the court. Yeah. Like, you never saw him lose his temper. Jordan was always screaming at dudes. His own Jordan team. Jordan was emotional. The fucking ref, the yeah. other team. He was screaming at everybody. Yeah. And Rodman's Rodman. Yeah. Um, and I, when Pippen swore, I was like, what? <laughs> Pippin, Scotty, Scotty, come on! What kind of? What would your mother think? <laughs> like I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. that. That's what I took from that episode. E- ESPN is so good at those things, right? Like yes. their thirty for thirties are yes. great. They 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 really have a skill of doing that. But the the key is you have to have everyone in involved buying in, saying we're going to tell the truth, the the unbridled truth, and yeah. it's going to be corroborated by everyone. You can be yourself, you can be raw, you can swear, you can say the emotions you were feeling, you can cry, whatever. Well, I'm sure you saw one of the one of the bench players came from th- those Bulls came out and said he was upset that Jordan referenced the cocaine circus. Oh, really? That came out today. And I'm like, like you're upset because, because you were, yeah. uh, A, either a part of it or knew of it, and... Yeah. Now you're ashamed. Like too bad. The truth. The pe- The truth hurts people's feelings and it offends people. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong if with telling the if truth. If you're part of the cocaine circus, yeah. then maybe you shouldn't have been a part of the cocaine circus. If you're worried about backlash later in life. Yeah. Or 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 just just live with it. Just yeah. say yeah, I was in there. One and of, that's one my of his bad. things is like, what am I going to tell my kids? Say you had a drug problem, but you kicked it, yeah. and now you're doing fine. Yeah. I don't know. I think like, I think honesty is a good way to go with kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They they usually take you at face value. They don't judge you. Yeah, exactly. you just be like you just be straight with them. And yeah. just they'd be like, oh, okay, fine, fine, yeah. on yeah. with my life. Yeah, and then be like, hey, you want to try some cook? No, I'm just 
It's good shit. It's good shit. Good shit. Um, I think that's it. I think that's it. I think that's it for this week. We'll be back in a couple weeks. Maybe, yeah, two to three weeks. We're going to keep on keeping up on what's going on and when we get enough of uh, material that we can actually, or content as they say, uh, that we can talk about, then we'll come back. And if, um, if something comes up in the meantime that kind of piques our attention, we'll we'll do something on Twitter. We'll just announce yeah. on Twitter we're going to do yep. an episode about that. Yep. And uh, we'll, we'll get it done. Um, it sounds like within the next two weeks here, leagues are trying to start getting up running. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Well, I, I, think, I, I, text- I think that might be a little bit of a pipe dream. Right. I and, don't know. And I texted you because I was hearing all this talk about how the NHL is trying to start up. They're, they want players to go back to their, the, to their cities they play in. They want to do the draft. But then that kind of fizzled away. And now all I'm hearing is a draft in June, but the players actually aren't going back to their home cities. So who knows? We'll just take it. It's all up in the Take it week by week. Um, So that's been it. We'll be back in a few weeks. Stay safe, everyone. See ya.